WBEZ Features is supported by Adler University, educating students to advance socially responsible practice, healthy communities, and a more just society. With degrees in psychology, counseling, public policy, and leadership. Adler.edu. You're listening to WBEZ, and it's time for our weekly climate conversation. We are entering the road salt season, but that salt meant to treat roads and sidewalks often ends up in our local waterways, where it raises chloride levels and can harm aquatic life. The Illinois River Watch is tackling this problem through citizen science, training anyone to monitor those levels. Their program is called Winter Chloride Watchers. Danielle Hake is director of the Illinois River Watch, and she joins us now. Danielle, thanks for coming in. Thank you for having me. Let's start with road salt. How exactly does it impact aquatic ecosystems? The salt that we put on the roads ends up dissolving in the snow melt and ice melt, and then it's carried through the stormwater system into local rivers and streams. There's no treatment process there to remove the salt. And so it increases the salinity or the, the amount of chloride in the water it doesn't usually get to the point where it's the same as, as um, ocean water or seawater, but it does make it more of a saltwater system than a freshwater system for what our invertebrates are looking for. And what aquatic life is being affected by these high levels? Really all the aquatic life. Specifically, it tends to, to cause a problem for the aquatic invertebrates, the insects that live in the water. But if we're damaging our insects, that's the food base for our fish. And the fish and the insects combined are the food base for a lot of water birds. And so this is really something that affects the whole ecosystem. You know, municipalities, of course, use it every winter to make it easier and safer for us to get around. But how does one use road salt responsibly? Uh, The use of road salt is better when done in moderation, just like almost anything else. There's an amount that's kind of prescribed, but if we go over that amount, We're really just wasting the resource and we're wasting money and causing damage to so many different things. Let's talk about the winter chloride watchers. Tell us what the participants do in that. Participants in winter chloride watch take out a little water sample from a local river or stream, and then they put a small test strip into that sample of water. Uh, They wait for the the water to wick up um, the little material in in the test strip. And then they come up with a number, and that number tells us how much salt is in is in the water. We often think of science happening just in an academic setting. So why is empowering everyday individuals to collect data around something like this important? There's several reasons to have, have citizen scientists or community scientists working on this project. Um, it's something that it's very understandable for people. You know, you, you can see the salt yourself. And then we just draw the link of this salt goes into your rivers and streams and changes what can live there. Um, So it's an an easy connection to make, and it's something that people care about. In addition to that, scientists can't be everywhere at once. We can't collect all of the data everywhere. Um, So having these people, volunteers out monitoring can help us pinpoint places where maybe we need to do a little extra work. And what got you interested in this kind of work? So I actually got into road salt as a volunteer, as a citizen scientist. Um, I was working with another group of volunteers and we um, noticed high chloride concentrations. And I said, this is really bad. This is, this is a lot higher than it's supposed to be. Um, the amounts were more than four times what, you can, what could be toxic to aquatic life. And so I contacted some other volunteers and they said, yeah, we're seeing the same thing. And 
it kind of expanded from there. And I ended up getting a PhD looking at road salt because of this community science project. Danielle Hake directs the Illinois River Watch. If you have a question for our weekly climate segment, you can email us at climate at WBEZ.org. This is WBEZ.